So we have two explosions in Kabul near the airport. We have multiple injuries, three U.S. Marines injured. We don't know if it's more than that. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. The reports are still coming in. We're following every last bit of it, including those people who want to defend uh, in in a political manner uh, the president who has yet to make a statement about it. Congressman Jim Banks joins us right now from the Indiana 3rd District. That's the northeast section, Fort Wayne area sir you're catching a flight i appreciate you taking the time uh this is the nightmare scenario and this is what joe biden said he had under control in his deal with the taliban yeah we one week ago tony uh, joe biden said that there wasn't a serious threat from al-qaeda or a terrorist group uh, causing harm to americans and then look at where we are just one week later uh, likely uh bloodshed by americans this morning and tragic incidents at the Kabul airport. Uh, this was uh, completely predictable. It was avoidable. And uh, to, to tell you that I'm angry about it uh, would be a uh, would, would diminish how I really feel. I'm heartbroken for all of those who are affected. But at this point, uh, we have a situation where the, the, the commander in chief and the, and the military leaders are threatening to pull up stakes and leave and leave over 6000 Americans behind enemy lines. That's unacceptable. And this president better figure out a way right now to rescue every American and get them out of this country so we don't see more situations even worse in the coming days. Well, we talk about what's coming. There are reports that the purpose of this is to create chaos. Uh, That's what Jackie Heinrich of Fox News reported directly to me, and that there may be more attacks, more of these bombings to come. Is the, Do you know if the purpose of these bombings is to kill Americans, kill Afghanis, or to stop the evacuation from going forward? Well, very, it's very likely that these uh, attacks were performed by ISIS-K, which is not a new uh, issue in Afghanistan. We've been, I've, I've been warning about ISIS-K in Afghanistan for Almost three years, Tony. As you know, I served there in 2014 and 15. I went back as a member of Congress and led a group when Republicans were still in the majority in late 2018. And the the general on the ground was General Scotty Miller, who was most recently the general there that just led the led the efforts to to retreat and pull out a few weeks ago. But when General Miller was there, uh, when I was there in November, in, in November, December of 2018 he was briefing us on ISIS-K building up in Kabul as we as as President Trump defeated the ISIS caliphate and pushed them out of Syria and Iraq they started to build up in Afghanistan because they saw it as a target rich environment where they could they could have, make attacks that would get a lot of visibility but they've been waiting for an American president like Joe Biden ISIS-K has been waiting for an American president like Joe Biden to create a chaotic situation like what we've seen happen at the airport to strike, and that's exactly what they've gotten uh, this morning. And I guarantee you, Tony, I, I hope I'm I hope I'm wrong. I will pray that I'm wrong. I guarantee you, this is just the beginning of a of a dangerous and tumultuous situation that's going to continue to spiral out of control. The dangerous and tumultuous situation, sir, is the idea of hostages. Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana Third District, if this is designed to try and push up evacuation. Well, then we will have, as you described and others are describing, thousands of hostages 
in Afghanistan. The question is, will Joe Biden take a look at this as he sits in the situation room with his advisors and say, I guess we're going back in. Do you, sir, favor adding more troops to the situation and pushing these people back to ensure American safety? And does that mean a longer footprint in Afghanistan? Yeah, Tony, I don't even know where the commander-in-chief is at this moment. Is he in the situation room? We don't know. He's missing in action. We don't know where he is. But to your question, we have to do right now whatever it takes to rescue over 6,000 Americans, which the Secretary of State, the, the Biden team has been all over the map about how many Americans are still left in Afghanistan. And, and, and just yesterday he said they, that there are 6,000 Americans who are trying to get out. So we know that at least – there are 6,000 Americans behind enemy lines. We, we, we expect that there are a lot more, but he's saying there are 6,000 who want to get out. And then there are thousands of more that they don't have contact with, that they, they, they claim either don't want to leave for some reason, which doesn't make any sense either in a Taliban-led uh, Afghanistan. But right now we have to do whatever it takes to rescue those Americans. I, 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 I've supported all along leaving Afghanistan, but at the same time leaving a light footprint of counterterrorism special operations forces that's what I called for under President Trump. And by the way, President Trump never shut the door on that. He supported keeping a light footprint of special operations forces there to prevent what's going on today from happening. It wouldn't have happened on his watch. But we can get back to that in the days to come. This is all about what we're going to do right now to rescue over 6,000 Americans, to get them out safely from behind enemy lines. And I don't have confidence. I've served on the Armed Services Committee. I'm a veteran. I'm one of the most recently deployed members of Congress who served on the ground in Afghanistan. I do not have any confidence that this administration is going going to be able to get that done. You have not yet heard from the president. Neither have we in about 30 seconds. Um, Exactly how long is the president allowed to be silent when there's an attack on U.S. forces? He's been silent for the better part of a week. He's appeared before cameras a couple of times and read scripted remarks. He won't, he won't take questions directly from reporters. All of the questions have been scripted and pre-screened to this point. I mean, you and I both know, Tony, that this, this commander-in-chief is incapable of leading, and I believe he's incapable of, a- of answering tough questions. Let me tell you something else I learned this week. We've had, we've had several closed-door classified briefings with the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, and others on the Biden team. And I can tell you, Tony, every one of those briefings I walked out of, what they said behind closed doors is a lot different than what you hear come out of the mouth of the president of the United States when he appears in these scripted, staged press conferences. And that's deeply troubling to me, too, because the president told us all along this wasn't going to happen. There wasn't a threat. Right. He's the one that ultimately made the decision to do that. So either he's lying to us and he knew this was going to happen, or he's not talking to the people that he has surrounded himself with who are leading these operations. Either way, it's Congressman, unforgivable. I'm up against it. Congressman Jim Banks, I appreciate you taking the time from the Indiana 3rd. More from what's going on in the White House coming up. I'm Tony Katz.